to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions, but uh, rarely any facts. Impersonations might occur, but uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Hey there. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. It's me here, EJ Impact, Matt Michael, Sin City Steve, and Simon Street. And uh, we're back. Let me start off just by saying, and still, your undisputed champion in predictions. I have the uh, the records. I have uh, labeled them all, and I've uh, I came out on top. I had ten right. Simon Street had eight. Matt Michaels had seven, and Sin City Steve only had five right. Which means so he knows yeah. nothing about this business at all. So hold on, yes. hold on, hold on. Time out. Yeah. Time out. So if I recall, mm-hmm. whoever won the title is the person that had perfect. So therefore, no, 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 no. It wasn't so that perfect. was the case. Whoever had the most, it was yeah. whoever had most. Oh shit! How many did I almost have? I almost beat you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At eight, I had ten. Damn it. Almost only counts on horseshoes, hand grenades, and limited <laughs> nuclear warfare, brother. So, All right, well, look, stays look here. next WrestleMania, I'm coming for your ass. <laughs> I'm going to do the research. This is me not doing research. I came for <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, hey, everyone, welcome to the show. We uh, we missed you. Of course, it was Mania weekend last weekend, and we were out in Dallas. At least most of us were. Somebody else was over here uh, partying at the, uh, gr- the Grammys and all. <laughs> Having oh, a blast. <laughs> Somebody so, had to do the hard good. That's right. So um, uh, this show, we're going to pretty much be not only talking about uh, this past week wrestling, but we will also include WrestleMania and uh, Stand and Deliver into um, whatever we think should be uh, mentioned during that time. All right. So with that, make sure if you're watching us live on Twitch, YouTube Live or Facebook Live, throw your comments in the chat. We'll try to get them on as we can. And as always, we thank you and appreciate you for hanging out or just listening to us on the podcast. All right. So with that, let's get with the four way stop. All right. Why don't we start with you, Mr. Sin City Steve? What was your four way stop for the week? All right. So obviously, Roman Reigns is without a doubt, without question, the most dominant champion in the history of WWE. At least he's being positioned that way. Uh, Roman sent Brock back to the farm where he can count his mountains of cash. (laughs) While Roman claims his place solely at the head of the table. That's right. At least until Cuzzo shows up. (laughs) We'll see what happens there. Um Elsewhere, uh, prodigal son himself, Cody Rhodes, returned to WWE, obviously as Mr. McMahon's hand-picked mystery opponent for Seth freaking Rollins yeah. in the worst-kept secret of all time at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Um, long story short, Cody is exactly where he belongs. Um, 
absolutely electric match with Seth. Uh, those two guys stole night one. They absolutely stole night one. That was my match of the night for night one. And last but certainly not least, Ring of Honor successfully rebooted at Supercard of Honor. A lot went down. Minoru Suzuki is the television champion, defeating Rhett Titus. Wheeler Yuta is the pure champion, defeating Josh Woods. Mercedes Martinez is the interim women's champion after defeating Willow Nightingale. FTR are the world tag team champions after probably the greatest tag match that I've ever seen live. And that is not hyperbole, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. That is fact. Wow. Um, obviously, uh, they went to war with the Briscoes and... Uh, Solid match. If you didn't happen to see it over the weekend, do yourself a favor. Seek out that match. Hell, seek out this entire show. Um, and elsewhere, Jonathan Gresham is the undisputed Ring of Honor World Champion after a very, very solid match with Bandito. Mm -hmm. Jay Lethal has turned heel, aligned himself with Sanjay Dutt. Mm -hmm. Oh, and Samoa Joe returned to Ring of Honor, too. <laughs> Yeah, those are all some uh, some great highlights uh, for the weekend, man. All right, let me go over to you, uh, Simon Street. What you got? Well, pretty much from my four-way stop, uh, you know, I'm going to kind of just jump in a little bit with the Monday Night Raw after mm -hmm. WrestleMania, which, you know, I was very highly critical on thinking that it was going to be what it was in the last four years. Suckage this year wasn't so much suckage, but still left me wanting better. Um, I, I will say some of the highlights of Raw that I appreciated was, you know, obviously seeing Bay, a.k.a. not Chris Bay, but my Bay, at least for the TV, Sasha Banks and with Naomi. Um, they went up against Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan, which was good to see them after, you know, winning the champ, the ta Women's Tag Team Championship. The interesting thing about that is, is uh, Liv Morgan, this storyline they're trying to have with Liv Morgan and, uh, you know, with Rhea Liv Ripley, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, they weren't able to get the job done, and so they, you know, Rhea just kind of left. The thing is, is I'm kind of seeing this this whole thing. I'm tired with this whole Liv Morgan thing, and I get that in SmackDown they followed it up with her getting a pin over Sasha Banks. I'm tired of seeing this whole thing with Rhea, uh, with, not, with Liv Morgan. Like she can't get the job done. I'm getting tired of it. They seem to always go to the well with that. They need to do something with it. Hopefully, something will come about it because I do like Liv Morgan. Want to see more of her to come about it. Outside of that, Austin Aries, I'm sorry, not Austin Aries, Austin Theory, I've done it again, by the way. Austin Theory and the Usos defeated, you know, um, you know, RK Bro, Finn Balor, you know, I thought it was cool, but then mm -hmm. something thought to myself real quick. Austin Theory is really, really, really supposed to be the next big thing that Vince McMahon has picked. They're going to have to do something different because he's using phrases that don't match his personality, such as A-Town Down. Or he from the AT, his move is ATL. I don't know. You might want to you might want to hang out with the Usos a little bit more, maybe some other brothers that's from the ATL, because I'm not really finding you convincing enough. But it was a good show. That's what I wanted to say for my quick four-way. All right. How about you, Mr. Michaels? Yeah. Um you know, WrestleMania was uh was uh, a very solid show. Um, I think that Cody Rhodes, uh, debut, um, was something that it goes to show when you have, um, that amount of, um, scope, 
uh, that presence in terms of the amount of people who actually were at the stadium. Um, that's the difference between AEW and WWE right there. You know, in AEW, everyone was saying, fuck Cody Rhodes, get him off TV. We don't want to see him, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. He comes out, you know, that's it. It's like the place explodes. Then he cuts a, a promo on Raw the next night in which um, the AEW fans are giving him shit because, oh, it's the same speech he made in AEW. <laughs> you know, whatever. So right. it's going to be interesting what they uh, what they do with him. Um, the uh, so Samoa Joe, of course, he shows up ROH, and then he debuts on Dynamite, and um, once again, the genius of booking over there, Max Caster, their guy, the rapper <laughs> who goes out and makes the raps. Um, you know, that was the thing about Max, uh, caster is that the rap is cool and they should be, I don't know, pushing these guys, getting them, uh, you know, better, uh, positioned and, uh, Joe destroys him. So, you know, uh, WWE guys coming into AW once again, AW WWE, same show. Uh, you also had uh, a wonderful moment with the NXT fans this week, chanting that was stupid after the uh, Duke versus uh, Loomis match ended uh, in a, uh, a roll around on the outside <laughs> of the ring between the four of them. Right. Uh, I mean, the only thing that was mich- missing was a bowl full of keys right there, because uh, it seems like the the. The couple swap thing is going to happen at some point there. Um, You know, it was really sad that John Cena wasn't at WrestleMania. That's just for you, Bradley. And and finally, this week I found really cool uh, is that we are finally getting vignettes back for uh, Lacey Evans. And now we're going to see her tell her story for the next couple of weeks. And uh, exciting to see her uh, finally getting uh, back into the mix after uh, having uh, her second child. Yeah. And uh, should be uh, should be cool to see her back uh, on TV. Do you think they're going to have pictures with uh, her child and, and Ric Flair together? Uh, well, we find out Dominic's uh, her kid. Oh, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> All right. Well, look, let me uh, jump in there right quick. My four-way stop, Bianca Belair uh, versus Becky Lynch at Mania. That right there was just fire to me. Um, I, I, I tell you, that, um, as far as I'm concerned, that could have been a main event. I know Stone Cold had to main event that. But, hey, even before the Stone Cold and KO uh, show, uh, uh, they could have headlined that because that match right there was definitely uh, fire there. From Stand and Deliver, um, the fatal five-way ladder match. I thought that was uh, that was pretty awesome right there. I didn't. Um, I, I I was I didn't know where to think about. I, I figured maybe Grimes would get it because come on, you're you're putting his father in there and his father passed away and that's his biggest wish and all. But at the same time, I was thinking maybe we were going to just continue with a uh, Carmelo being the uh, 
being the champion that, but it was overall just an exciting uh, ladder match. You really didn't know who was going to win that. Uh, definitely one of my uh, favorite matches of that night. For Raw, you know, Braun uh, getting the uh, title from, from Dolph, um, uh, I, it, it was just, you know, listen, everyone's all in on Braun. I just hope, man, that he ends up uh, truly delivering being the man. And he's, 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 he got his first, you know, if you watch NXT uh, this past week, he kind of got his first heckle he was kind of getting, you know. They, peep, the fans were chanting, like, we want Dolph or Ziggler. They say, we want Ziggler. And then the other half of was saying, uh, no, we don't. But not too many people ever say anything. He doesn't get any boos or any, uh, uh, you know, he, no one really says anything negative to him. But he kind of was able to hold his own in that ring. So good for him. He's going to have to learn that because that's one of the toughest parts is when fans can just be a straight asshole to you. And you have to figure out how to maintain your, your composure, your thoughts, so that you're not looking stupid on camera. Um, and the last one, I, I going back to that, the Gunter versus uh, Braun for the NXT title, I, I actually thought that match was really good. Uh, I Now understanding where uh, Gunter is, I now see why, how that happened. And not, you know, But at first, I was like, man, this is, this is one of those matches I'm thinking they would have for a, uh, like for a pay-per-view. Uh, great match and, and all that. So anyway, that was my four-way stop uh, for the week. And with that, we would jump right over into our Too Sweet. Okay, so with that, Simon Street, I'm going to start with yours. What was your Too Sweet for the week? Well, my definite Too Sweet for the week was actually Elias coming in as Ezekiel. At first, I didn't even know it was your boy because I always see him with his, with his pants on. But he didn't have his pants on. Because Elias, you know, but the only thing that was that was too sweet for the week is seeing him finally, because he's somebody that I've actually have missed seeing on a regular basis. But this new iteration is kind of throwing me a little bit sideways mm -hmm. for a second, uh, especially his shave job. He definitely needs a mustache, but uh, happy to see Elias or Ezekiel, whatever he wants to go by. Interested to see what's going to happen the next couple of weeks. I just thought that that was just too sweet. Um, also, in addition to my too sweet, I'm also going to add that it, it was just way too sweet seeing uh, Carmella kiss up on Corey Graves in the corner because who doesn't like to see a good tongue lashing done on, on big TV for anybody who's probably a younger audience that WWE swears that they like uh, <laughs> to pander to, to see that kind of, uh, uh, you know, tongue, tongue kissing and stuff like that. So that was my too sweet for the week. All right. All right. All right. Why don't we jump over to you, Matt Michaels, man? What was your too sweet for the week? Uh, very, uh, very simple. Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn <laughs> from that WrestleMania match, which was amazingly pulled off for everything he did in that match to make the Jackass crew look really good. That was wonderful. Um, and I also uh, loved... The match on SmackDown, you know, first off, to have uh, the next guy who walks through that door <laughs> be Drew McIntyre right. and just <laughs> immediately go, no, no, the second guy who walks through that door. <laughs> right. That was wonderful. Um, and then the match itself, yeah. just pulling all the chicken shit heel moves of 
running away and going through the crowd <laughs> and trying to get the fuck out of there. It was just brilliant. He's just on top of his game. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Owens uh, on the same, you know, wavelength uh, with what he pulled off with Austin and uh, just what he's been able to do. Those two guys getting re-signed was uh, really huge. Uh, but I also thought uh, that Roman uh, and the Usos in that uh, Friday Night SmackDown uh, segment mm. where uh, mm-hmm. they uh, it was a kick party uh, there for uh, <laughs> Mr. Shinsuke Nakamura. Hey. And uh, so now we know if Shinsuke's contract, you know, if it expires and he goes to AEW, we know exactly what it's going to look like already. <laughs> and the Bucks do the same thing to him when he comes in right away. And loses. That's right. There you go. Uh, I'll jump in this one before you Sin City. My too sweet. Yes. The Johnny Knoxville was definitely on the top of my list. And uh, uh, shout out to, uh, to uh, one of the comments that came through Sammy Zane talking to the hand. I fell out laughing. I was laughing. You know, I, I I could not believe he, he just literally – and what's so great about him running into that hand is that you just didn't see that coming. You know, you, you it wasn't like it, – it's not like the hand was already just kind of um, positioned so that you could see that was going to happen. It just kind of happened really quick and fast. And, and, and you just got to give props to just Sammy in general, man, because he was just uh, – he played his part well uh, for that. Also, Stone Cold, what did he give, like – Four people stunners during Mania, <laughs> you know. Do you, do you count Vince's? I'm going to count Vince. I'm going to count Vince, but it is questionable. You do got to put an asterisk over it, you know. Vince looked like he buckled his leg <laughs> when he got stunned at WrestleMania. Oh god, I like what Stone Cold just like he just started laughing like, oh shit, why is he, why is he in here? <laughs> or maybe he was that questioning, why am I in here? Um, the other two sweet though, I got to give it up. Now I'm not going to talk much about. Uh, impact wrestling because they they were uh showing their um repeats from this past weekend so that they didn't really stick to too much of the storylines but the um ultimate x match for the x division title sin city i was a fan man trey miguel chris bay jordan grace rich swan um uh blake uh christian and vincent man yeah, buddy that right there was the highlight. Uh, if you guys get, can get a chance to watch that, uh, watch it. And that, they kicked it off, I think, this week's uh, with that particular match. And um, that was exciting. That was definitely sweet. So, uh, Sin City, what was your too sweet for the week? Well, uh, let's start off with this. All of the celebrity performers from WrestleMania, every single one brought their A game. Uh, they all looked like a million bucks. Uh, from Johnny Knoxville and the Jackass crew helping Sami Zayn put on a match that won't soon be forgotten, mm-hmm. to Logan Paul's, let's call it what it is, natural ability in the ring. The dude looked like he belonged there. If you if you were to actually ask somebody who hasn't watched WrestleMania or watched wrestling, which of the three people in this match are actual professional wrestlers? I guarantee that most people would say that Logan Paul was one of those that were an actual pro wrestler. Yeah. So great stuff by him. Um, And then obviously Pat McAfee uh, showing that he's just as electrifying in the ring as he is on the microphone. Yeah. Hell of a job by all the celebs. Um, Kevin Owens 
bumping like an absolute boss for Stone Cold. Um, yeah. Austin got the farewell match that he so rightly deserved on night one at WrestleMania in that no holds barred match. Um, Austin and Owens had a match that accentuated Steve's positives, but also hid the negatives uh, exactly as it should have been. Yeah. And last but certainly not least, the Briscoes, FTR, and the Young Bucks. I don't know if I can give their matches the justice that they deserve. FTR and the Briscoes put on an absolute clinic. I already said that it was probably the best match, best tag team match I've ever seen live, which without a doubt, again, I'll repeat it. It was the best tag team match I've ever seen live. Um, and it definitely lived up to all expectations at Supercard of Honor. Um, Briscoes, that was their last night in Ring of Honor. Uh, the the latest rumor is that they signed a deal with Impact Wrestling, so mm. they're going to be moving over to uh, your other show, Impact. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so they're going to be doing their thing on on Thursdays now, which is cool. Yeah. Um, and then just a few nights later, FTR and the Young Bucks, um, they they uh, set the stage after the after the match at Supercard of Honor when the Young Bucks did a run in and uh, super kicked the Briscoes, got in the faces of FTR. Um, and then that spilled over into Dynamite on Wednesday, where FTR and the Young Bucks put on an absolutely great match um, and lived up to any and all expectations. Uh, FTR retaining their AAA and Ring of Honor World Tag Team titles. Yeah, those three teams, awesome chemistry. Awesome. All right. Good stuff, guys. Let's jump right into our next one, which is uh, this week's WTF. Uh, I'll start this one off. Uh, let me start off by saying I am kind of confused why the titles was put on uh, MSK. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm just so now I'm a big fan of, of MSK and, uh, you know, of their wrestling. And, and I know there's a lot that have come out, uh, within the last few weeks. Uh, but from my understanding, uh, of those at WWE was aware of a lot of the things that had came out. And for some reason, this was still kind of put on them. And it's kind of weird that now after you put it on, you just, you know, take it off. And now he's gone. Uh, that's uh, Nash Carter, I guess. And, um, you know, where does that leave now with, with Wes? I mean, I don't know. It's a lot of confusion with all of this. But it looked like a lot of that just could have been avoided if they just looked deeper into what's going on and say, maybe we shouldn't put the titles on them right now. You know, if if everything that's being said needs to be looked into. So WTF on that. Biggest one, though, has to come from Dynamite, uh, Sin City Steve. I really was confused on the table match. Um, I, I, okay, so it was the Butcher and the Blade versus the Hardys. I'm, uh, so... Okay, so you have one of the guys, I don't know, I guess the butcher goes to the table. That doesn't count because of it wasn't an offense. What was, what was the title they kept saying constantly? It wasn't Offens an offensive maneuver. Yeah, offensive maneuver. Yeah. So then you had that. Then apparently Jeff Hardy supposedly went through a table, although he didn't go through the table, and he was now not a part, which I was confused on that. And... um. 
And then they, I don't know, it was a lot of confusion. And then after you get put through the table, I thought maybe that was going to end the match, but apparently you got to put both of your members through the table. Like, why wasn't it, like, explained how this is supposed to be? I, I, the whole thing was just a clusterfuck for me. I, I, I don't know, but that's just me. All right, so... Let me go over to you, Simon Street. Maybe you got a, a, a better WTF than I got, but I, I'm still trying to figure that one out. Well, I definitely have probably not a better WTF, but the WTF nonetheless is uh, MVP turning on uh, Bobby Lashley and uh, obviously the new manager of Almost. Uh, I say what the fuck, not because he turned on Bobby Lashley. I, I knew that to a certain extent that was bound to happen. But kind of getting with almost here's somebody that, you know, my personal feelings aside, I just I feel like almost is one of those guys you hold back for only Mm pay-per-views. I think he's big. He's tall. Yes, he can move great in the ring. But outside of that, I don't know. I don't I don't see why. Why? 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 Can MVP sprinkle some of that spice he's been working with the last what since 2020? You know, and uh, and help out almost. I don't know. I just I just didn't see that coming. I was like, what the fuck? Um, it is what it is. That was the only thing out of the whole week that I just was scratching my head. Maybe other than that, it would probably be NXT, uh, Nikia Lions, and um, and what you call it, uh, Lash uh, uh, match. That one was uh, did not meet an expectation. Although I do love both of the participants' effort. No doubt. All right, let me go over to you, Sin City. I'm gonna save uh, Mr. Michaels for last. What do you got? What was your WTF for the week? Uh, so I've got a couple. Um, first off, I'm gonna say what no one else wants to say. Okay. Vince McMahon did not need to compete in a match at WrestleMania. There, it's said. Uh, all that, all that was really proven in that match with Pat McAfee was that it's time for Vince to be done in the ring. Uh, Yes, he did pick up a win over Pat McAfee, which, of all things, by punting a football into the ribs of a former NFL punter. Okay, great. Um, Yeah, not to mention, not to mention Vince in taking one of the worst stunners in the fucking history of mankind. Lord have mercy. So bad. Um, elsewhere, NXT stand and deliver. Why? That's the only question I have for the entire show. Why? Wow. Why did you have to have it at 11 o'clock in the morning on <laughs> the same day as WrestleMania? Well, that's Why a good did all of the matches have to be shoehorned in the way that they did? Why did you have Dolph Ziggler beat Braun Breaker to retain the NXT title only to drop it on Raw? <laughs> I guess yeah. maybe because they thought more people would be watching it on Raw as opposed to on, on the cock. I don't know. Um, Dakota and Raquel win the women's tag team titles only to drop them on Tuesday's NXT 2.0. Why? <laughs> <sighs> and, of course, Gunther proved to be only a speed bump for Braun Breaker. And, of course, Gunther and uh, Marcel Bartel got the call up. But, oh, wait, Marcel Bartel got the call up so much that he lost his name. He is uh, Ludwig Kaiser. Yeah, he couldn't get any more stereotypical with the fucking names. At least it's not Butcher. Butcher. Speaking of Ludwig Kaiser, Nash Carter gets fired because of a picture of him imitating fucking Hitler with the mustache and the salute resurface. Wait, wait, wait. Steve, Steve, can you tell me that wasn't Walt Disney, though? 
Oh, Jesus. He looks more like Disney because he doesn't have <laughs> – look at the picture again, and it's just like hmm. – <laughs> Oh, my God. And then – so, yeah, I, I don't know. To uh, to kind of circle back to something that was said earlier. Yeah. So what are they going to do with Wesley now that Nash Carter is gone? Yeah. Maybe they could pair him up with Fabian Eichner because he's still in NXT because he didn't get called up for whatever fucking reason. I don't know, man. Stranger yeah, know. shit's happened before. We'll see. Good stuff, man. All right. Matt Michaels, let's go. Well, I definitely echo the um, – you had Braun lose on Saturday – to then win the title on Raw. But then on NXT, you have Gunther lose cleanly to Braun before you call him up. Um, and then obviously, you know, Raquel got called up too. So put the belt on him and then take him off. Um, yeah. Okay. So there's a, there's a lot of stuff going on there. Yeah. Um, another what the fuck? Ezekiel? What the fuck? Like now, you know, this, this, like he buried the whole Elias thing. And now he comes out and he says, Ezekiel, I'm, uh, I'm Elias's little younger brother. <laughs> um, and he looked, uh, and this was mentioned, uh, in the thread here of, uh, comments. Uh, uh-huh. yeah, he looked like LA Knight. So that <laughs> makes it even more confusing. Way to go guys. Uh, okay. So DJ, yeah. Um, I wrote a whole fucking paragraph because I couldn't believe what I was watching in that fucking tables match. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So it was. It was. Uh, <laughs> okay. So you can. Go through a table and not be eliminated Mm -hmm. because it wasn't an offensive move. Right. So, but in diving from the ring towards the table, that's the definition of offensively doing something. (laughs) So that was the first like, right. Huh? Okay. Yeah. So, and then you know, Jeff gets eliminated and then he comes back and I'm going, like you said, what the fuck is going on? Oh, it's no disqualification. Oh, therefore I guess he could come back because you can't get disqualified if the guy comes back. But then why did he participate and have an elimination anyway, if he was just going to be in the fucking match though? Okay. So I'm getting, uh, you know, I'm getting a little more frustrated and trying to figure out what the fuck should just had an anything goes match. And then I got pissed because Jeff now does a swanton <laughs> onto the blade. Who's onto the table. Right? No, yes, it is an offensive move. Yeah. Great. By a person who is non-existent by the rules of the match, who is not in the fuck. So all they had to do was have, Basically, Jeff do the swanton, and then Matt pick him up and fucking throw him through a table right next to that table. Then it would have made some kind of sense. But this was the worst fucking match in terms of what they've had in terms of logic and booking. Yeah. But, hey, man, 
Tony Khan, you're so good. You're so good at booking. So <laughs> just know you're okay. Um, but you know, uh, hook, uh, we got to continue to interview him where he's going to say nothing. <laughs> and then we face Dan Hauser because Dan Hausen has a brilliant moment. And it's just like, why did you fucking just bury that shit? Like that was funny. But the hook thing, it's like fucking just, yeah. And finally, mm-hmm. finally, Dan Lambert screams everything. Please learn if you're gonna be if you're gonna be smart and people are gonna like you and think you're funny and, and really don't scream every fucking thing. That doesn't make <laughs> you the heel. What you're saying makes you the heel. And Yuta, blood wasn't needed in that match. I'm sorry. I know it, it's like he's it's got a black pool, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but for fuck's sake, it was on Rampage. You true <laughs> color on a show that's having troubles drawing 700,000 people. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. Oh, boy. All right. He got it all out. Let's uh, Let's get to our next one. Which is the lookout. All right, let's start with you, Simon Street. What are you looking out for? Well, I am definitely looking out for Solo Sokoa going against Cameron Grimes. I think that we are now seeing the green light and the rocket strapped to. Solo Sikoa. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that he's still in NXT and gets to be able to have a run before. Most likely, we all know that the end result is he will be on the main roster and be participating in the Island of Relevance tour. <laughs> uh, but I am happy to see that he is going to get a, a, you know, obviously an opportunity for uh, you know the NXT North American Championship. I think that is well deserving. Um, I think that everything he's done thus far has obviously proven that he is a competitor. He is a superstar that is obviously destined for greatness, not just because of the lineage that he shares with other people who have that same greatness, but because he then adds more definition to it generationally. So not much that I can really say. The lookout for me is Solo Sokoa, and he is going to beat Cameron Grimes. And if he doesn't, then he immediately go to the to the island of relevancy where I'm, I'm sure he will win the cruiserweight championship uh, because, I mean, let's be honest, Jinder Bahal is not going to probably beat Ricochet, but if it just so happens, hey, I would love to see Solo Sokoa come and smash him in the mouth. <laughs> All right. Uh, man, I just... You did just say the cruiserweight championship. Did I say the Cruiserweight Championship? Oh, my bad. I meant to say the Continental Champion. Thank you for the correction, Cincinnati. See, I appreciate Cincinnati being nicer to say it. Matt Michaels was probably waiting to just dump a whole cream of you shut the fuck up, Simon Street. But he didn't, so I appreciate both of y'all. Today. All right, so, I mean, I'm looking at uh, everyone that's just kind of showed up, man. I mean, we got uh, Gunther. I'm looking I'm looking out for what he's going to do. Raquel, Matt Cap Moss. And Happy Corbin looked like that's about to be uh, that's a wrap. And I'm 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 a Madcap fan. I'm telling you, I I'm, I think the fans are finally beginning to see what I see. But let's see the whole Ezekiel. <laughs> I know Ezekiel. I want to see. I'm looking out for that. Cody Rhodes. I'm looking out for that. 
Damien Priest lays his loyalty. I'm going to have to say uh, the name. Oh, boy. Uh, to Edge. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, MVP turning on Bobby Lashley. And as much as I'm a Jay Lethal fan, I'm just as much of a Samoa Joe fan. And now this rivalry, man, I, man, I don't know where to go. I got to roll with Samoa, but Jay, you know, and I'm like, now, now, now that's a storyline I can get with, okay? Jay Lethal. <laughs> um, Jay, ooh, okay. Um, <laughs> Jay Lethal uh, is the student. Samoa Joe's the teacher. And now, um, you know, we're now going to have this this friction between them. And uh, I'm that's there you go, Sin City. I'm looking forward to that. I'm excited for that. But let's see if they're gonna make it good or they're gonna fuck it up. And I don't know, man. I don't have a lot of faith in what's gonna happen over there. But uh I'm uh, I'm so happy for uh you know to see some more Joe now and um I'm gonna see where this goes. Let me go over to you, though, Matt Michaels. What are you looking out for? Well, uh, I am uh, looking out to see what's happening to Rick Steiner after he's been kidnapped <laughs> by Daisy. <laughs> Hell yeah. I forgot about that. Was that was fucking awesome. <laughs> and no one apparently noticed Rick Steiner was missing after the Hall of Fame induction. <laughs> it's that the Rick in the box. Yeah. Uh, solo versus the uh, solo versus Grimes. That is, it should be really, really interesting. Um, Dakota versus Mandy should be a, a fairly good matchup for Mandy too. Um, that that's kind of what she needs. Uh, Ezekiel, can't wait to see what happens with Ezekiel. You know, yeah. he's the younger brother of Elias, that's right. so I can't wait to see what happens with him. That's right. Uh, Rick Boogs, speedy recovery. Because Jesus, man, that was brutal to brutal. see. So definitely want to get a lookout for when he comes back. And uh, Bradley, I will address. Um, no, I honestly don't want to see Bret Hart manage FTR. Um, and the reason being is if you watch Bret, he's just he's not physically um, capable. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think Tully was a, you know, that's a good fit. Uh, Aaron's a good fit still out there, but Brett after that stroke has been just, just half of, you know, what he's been in the past. Mm -hmm. And, um, it'd be great if they could, you know, use him in some other way backstage, but I don't know if I wouldn't necessarily want to see him on camera. Um, so I, and you know, well, you know, hey, I, I might be wrong, but but you know, that's the fact. I mean, you do remember the WrestleMania match, right? That he had with Vince, because that shows you that he should not be on TV anymore. Um, and Shant, you're right. FTR doesn't need a manager. That's another thing. So that's just uh, some thoughts on the lookout. All right. Um, Mr. Um, Sin City. All right. So, uh, I, I'm definitely looking out for the new ring of honor, pure champion Wheeler friggin' Yuta. Mm -hmm. uh, if you guys didn't watch rampage this week, 
And uh, yeah, judging by the viewership numbers, you probably didn't. <laughs> but, uh, you know, shame on you if you missed it. Uh, Yuta and Moxley did have a great match. Uh, Yuta did draw color, uh, as Michaels had mentioned. Um, I think that it actually did help um, to, to kind of further things along. Um, you did have the visual after the match of him actually taking the blood off of his face and, you know, writing BCC in his chest, in his blood. Uh, I think that that was a cool visual. Um, but uh, elsewhere, I mean, you know, Wheeler Yuta kicked out of the paradigm shift and also the Death Rider from John Moxley. Uh, I don't think anyone has ever done that in a match. Um, it's always been if the paradigm shift doesn't get you, then the Death Rider will. Um, so it's pretty, pretty crazy to see. Um, and then, uh, obviously him losing the match by passing out, just kind of solidified things, gets the handshake from William Regal. And we've been talking about it. He is in the Blackpool combat club. So very cool to see, uh, elsewhere. It's only a matter of time until Cody Rhodes wrestles for and becomes the WWE undisputed universal champion. <laughs> Do they give him the briefcase? Do they give do they give him the rumble win? And of course, how does Dwayne factor into all this? Stay tuned for the next year of WWE programming. It's it's oh, not man. about it's not about the belt, Steve. It's about when the, the, the polka dots come out of retirement. It I, I will say this from <laughs> being in the crowd at Mania, the pop that he got that night was up there with any other pop that I've heard. Um, how about that it, pop for, how about that pop for edge? Dude. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm, I'm sorry. Do you mean edge, 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 edge? <laughs> yeah, I do. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> drink well, up Jade. Yeah. Time to drink. <laughs> you know, for those that don't know, you're going to have to start, uh, Tuning in and listening so you can you figure all this out, okay? <laughs> all right. All right. Let's get to our um, our best in show. All right. For me, WrestleMania night two, best in show, tribal chief. Keeping the belt, loving it. Johnny Knoxville, Sami Zayn, I was really entertained, laughing. Sasha and Naomi winning the belt, breaking barriers. Come on. Triple H kicking off the show. It was great to see the game. And I hate to do this, but the AJ Styles and Edge match. Fuck. Oh, WrestleMania Night 2 was definitely my best in show. But how about you, Matt Michaels? What was yours? Uh, you know, I thought uh, I I really thought you know WrestleMania on a whole was was really solid. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it, it definitely has been better than uh, some of the recent years um, because a lot of it had to do with storytelling. You know, they they actually had some coherent stories that got payoffs at WrestleMania. Uh, but uh, NXT was solid. Raw was solid. Um, you know, there were there were one or two matches from AEW that were good. Um, but the best moment of the week 
was actually a moment that happened after Raw, and that was Cody versus KO, and uh, doing a little tribute to the Bucks with yep. the, uh, <laughs> the kick party. But seeing The Rock's mom, <laughs> right? Oh, that was that was great, man. So if anyone hasn't seen that, check that out. Look it up on uh, on YouTube or Twitter, <laughs> and uh, you'll you'll enjoy that. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. You can continue unless you were done. No, that's it. <laughs> okay. Done. All right. Let me go over to you then, uh, Sis City. All right, so for me, best in show was WrestleMania Saturday. Uh, I had an absolute blast uh, with with the live experience being there. I just, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy that I made the decision to go to Mania. It was a last-minute kind of a thing for me, um, and I'm, I'm very happy that I made the trip. So uh, without a doubt, WrestleMania as a whole, that show was best in show all week. But if I had to narrow it down to one night of Mania, for me, it was Saturday. Uh, Sunday was great. Um, you mentioned a lot of things, Impact, and I agree with with those. But I don't know. It, I, I just I enjoyed Saturday more. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, for me, the best match all weekend, though, or all week, uh, was FTR and the Briscoes. Um, I, I know I've talked about it a lot tonight. Um, but yeah, nearly 28 minutes of damn near tag team match perfection. And uh, yeah, seek it out. No doubt. All right, Cyber Street, best in show. Uh, best in show for me was uh, without a doubt uh, WWE from WrestleMania to them shutting me the fuck up about uh, Monday night after WrestleMania being dry. They actually have met my expectation for the most part. But I think the biggest thing is uh, best in show for uh, just 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 wrestling entertainment in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, from you know WWE, Raw, NXT 2.0, SmackDown. You know, uh, even uh, AEW. You know, Rampage was decent. I mean, you know, a lot of people may disagree, but it just goes to show to you that sometimes competition or presence in the you know and options that we have it really does bring us all together. And and I will say that. During WrestleMania weekend, it was comforting again because this has been my WrestleMania since COVID. Um, not my first live, well, actually my, my, my first live event uh, since COVID. And it was very comforting to kind of see uh, everybody get together and everybody have a fun time. And this was probably the best WrestleMania I've ever seen live, but the best I've seen WWE produce in probably the last maybe seven years, being fair. So with that being said, best in show. WWE. All right. Well, there you go, folks. That is our wrestling talk for Edge. <laughs> for the evening. You know, it, you know yeah. I got to say one one last thing. Okay. Um, it, you know, it is Sunday night. A lot of people got to go to work tomorrow. So please feel free to uh, make yourself a little drink and take the edge off. <laughs> That's there you go. Absolutely. Um, thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us. If you're watching this live, we're going to end the show, but we're going to restart it with our three count. We got three good topics. Uh, we showed what those topics are going to uh, what those topics are going to be. So make sure you hop right back on and um, 
and jump on. And if you're listening to the podcast, thank you for downloading it. Make sure you download our our uh, three count as well and uh, all the other programs. It's a lot going on, so I'm being thrown uh, being thrown off. But it's all right. I'm, I'm, I'm back on my... Uh, <laughs> I'm back on my game as I'm in the show. Thank you, everybody. We appreciate it. We'll see you next time. Until then, I won't say the word, but edge. The biggest bad boys of podcasting. <laughs>